Welcome to Gospel Truth with Andrew Womack, a teaching ministry that focuses on God's unconditional love and grace. I love the straightforwardness and the simplicity that, that he uses to teach. His teachings are very simple for everybody to understand. If it hadn't been for this ministry, I don't know where I would be. And now, here's Andrew. Welcome to our Monday's broadcast of the Gospel Truth. I've been teaching for the last three weeks. This is the beginning of my fourth week, teaching on this new book entitled, More Grace, More Favor. I tell you, this is powerful. I pray that you'll go to the effort of requesting it. We're asking for a gift of any amount for either the book, the CD, or the DVD. We have a package deal. And if you do request any of these materials, then you can request this little booklet entitled, Self-Centeredness, The Source of All Grief and this will be given to you as a free gift. We have it in English and in Spanish. And as I said, I've already taught for three weeks on this, and so there's no way that I can go back and summarize everything I've said. I've said some things that are so counter, so contrary to the way that most people think that uh, you just really need to hear this. So you can go to our website, and you can look at all of the television programs free of charge. They're archived there. We actually have over 200,000 hours of free material on our website, awmi.net, and so I encourage you to go get that. I was using Luke chapter 17, where Jesus healed 10 lepers and told them to go show themselves to the priest. And as they went, they were healed, but only one came back to thank him for what he had done for them. That's a shame. And yet, I believe that that's probably typical. There's probably one-tenth or less of all of the people who've experienced true salvation who are really praising God and giving Him thanks for what He's done in their life. Other people become so preoccupied with focused on what they don't have, and they're working to get all of these things, and they just aren't being thankful. One of the things I was teaching last week is that thankfulness is a characteristic are a trait of humility. You know, people who are self-made men and women, and they feel like that they've done everything on their own, they don't give thanks because they feel like they are the ones who produced all of their prosperity. They're the ones who did everything. But the truth is, God is the one that gave us our life. He's given us any talents that we have. You can develop something that God gave you, but you can't put in what God left out. Certain people just have bents towards, you know, being like an administrator or uh, an artist or a singer or, you know, whatever. And you may be able to develop some of those talents, but God's the one who is the source of everything. And Thanksgiving just makes us, it reminds us that God is our source. We should be constantly thanking God and praising Him for everything that He's done. I tell you, that is powerful. And that's what that whole teaching was about these 10 lepers were cleansed, but only one was made whole. It was the one that came back and began to give thanks unto God. And there's a difference between just being forgiven and maybe you got a ticket to heaven. If you were to die, you would go to be with the Lord but people who operate in thanksgiving and constantly are recognizing God as their source and praising God that things are as good as they are. They could be worse. And I know some of you think, oh, no, they couldn't. Yes, they could. It could always be worse. 
And you just need to focus on the positive. Praise, thanksgiving forces you to find the good, forces you to find something positive. It takes your attention away from the negative. And that's the reason that the Bible says, I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. My soul shall make her boast in the Lord. The humble shall hear thereof and be glad. Oh, magnify the Lord with me and let us exalt His name together. Did you know when you magnify something, if you put something under a magnifying glass, did you know you really aren't changing what that thing is? It's still the same as it was, but in your perspective, the way that you see it, it becomes bigger. Did you know God is who He is, regardless of what you do or think? You don't change God, positive or negative. But as far as your experience goes, you can magnify God. You can make God bigger. You can make God to where He is dominant over anything and everything else. You can get to a place to where God is so big in your life. You love Him so much and you honor Him and you seek the honor that comes from God only so that if somebody else comes up and rejects you, criticizes you, it's like, who are you? You're nobody compared to God. God is so big. He's so magnified in your life that nothing else bothers you. I think I mentioned this already in this series, but I'm going to mention it again, that I had a guy come up one time and just start reaming me out after I administered and telling me all the things I'd said wrong, and he was just rebuking me and telling me how wrong I was on everything. And I just stopped him right in the middle, and I said, Who died and made you God? And he looked at me and says, What are you saying? And I said, You aren't God. I'm not out to please you. I'm here to please God. I'm ministering for God, not for you. Well, you should. And he started trying to justify it. And I said, I don't care. Compared to God, you're nobody. Now, some of you might think that's too blunt and that's not compassionate and stuff, but I can guarantee you that's how I sleep at night. I have lots of people that hate me and criticize me and do things. And if I was to be bothered by what people say about me, I couldn't sleep at night. I'd be a wreck. But you know what? I've just gotten to a place where I magnify God. I magnify His opinion of me. And the Lord is constantly reaffirming to me through the Word, through the Holy Spirit, that He loves me. And I'm not perfect, but I know that He loves me in spite of all my imperfections. And because of it, I sleep good at night. I slept eight hours last night. Amen. No problem. So you need to recognize that praise, thanksgiving, is one of the characteristics of being humble. If you aren't humble, or let me say it this way, if you aren't constantly thanking God and having praise on your lips to where you bless the Lord at all times, I will, you know, rejoice in the Lord always. Philippians chapter 4, verse 4. If that's not you, you aren't a humble person. And I know that's a shock to some of you, but I'm telling you, humility is more than just not thinking you're better than everybody else. Humility is recognizing God as your source, being God-dependent, out to please Him only. It's being thankful. Thankfulness is one of the characteristics of true humility. You know, I prayed for a woman in Childress, Texas when I passed her there, and I was actually leading the praise and worship. I had my guitar, and I was singing and leading praise and worship, and they had to bring this woman in on a stretcher. Somebody had told her about our church, and she came to be healed, and I had my eyes closed, and I didn't see that she couldn't walk, 
that she had to be brought in on a stretcher. And then when I got through ministering, I said, does anybody need prayer? And I closed my eyes and I was praying. And when I opened my eyes, they had stood this woman in front of me. I didn't see that she couldn't walk. And so I, I, I said, what's wrong with you? And anyway, she just said, I can't eat anything but spoonful of liquids. I think it was for years. I mean, she was like skin and bone. She was just messed up. And I grabbed her hands and I was so into just thinking about the Lord that I didn't even notice that her hands were totally gnarled. Her fingers were at a 90 degree angle to what mine are. It was, she had arthritis and all crippled up. She couldn't stand. She couldn't do hardly anything. She, she was standing, but she couldn't get up and stand on her own. Once she put her up, she could stand up. And anyway, I just prayed for her. And then I said, now do something you couldn't do. And I grabbed her hands. I had her hands like this and I just stuck them up over her head. <laughs> and when I did that, she screamed. And the people that brought her screamed. And I said, what's wrong? And she says, I haven't lifted my hands in eight years. And I said, what else couldn't you do? And she started walking. And I said, have you not walked? She says, I haven't walked in eight years. She was crippled. And anyway, she just got totally healed and her hands were still crooked when she left the service. But within one week, her fingers were completely normal. She was straightened out. Arthritis was completely healed. And the reason I'm telling this story is to say that, you know, that's the only time that woman ever came to our church service. She came, she got prayer, she got miraculously healed, completely healed. Her fingers straightened out and I never saw her, never heard from her. I heard other people tell me about her, but she never came back to give thanks. You know, that's a shame. And it's not that I'm wanting, you know, just like she needs to thank me. No, she never gave thanks to God. She never came back and gave her testimony. She never glorified God. Now, she might have done it to somebody else. But I'm saying that this is typical of so many people that we just don't give thanks to God. And yet we've got so much that we need to be thankful for. You know, let me read this verse to you. This is the Apostle Paul speaking to a group of ministers that came from Ephesus to a resort area. He met with them and it was like the first pastor's conference. And anyway, he, he said a lot of great things in here that really reflect his humility. Let me just read one of these to you. And now, behold, I go bound in the Spirit unto Jerusalem, not knowing the things that shall befall me there, save that the Holy Ghost witnesseth in every city, saying that bonds and afflictions abide me. Boy, this says a lot about the Apostle Paul. He was traveling the world, ministering the gospel, and the Holy Spirit told him everywhere he goes, there was going to be bonds and afflictions. You know, we go to a, a city and we go by the hotel and make a reservation. Paul would stop by the jail and he says, save me a place. I'll probably be in here before the time's up. I mean, he suffered and yet it didn't stop him from going out and doing what God told him to do. And look at this in verse 24. But none of these things move me. None of what things? bonds and afflictions, being rejected, persecuted, beaten, left for dead, stoned and left for dead. He says, none of these things move me, neither count I my life dear unto myself, so that I might finish my course with joy and the ministry which I have received of the Lord Jesus to testify the gospel of the grace of God. You know why these things didn't move him? 
BECAUSE HE DIDN'T COUNT HIS LIFE DEAR UNTO HIMSELF. AND THAT'S THE REASON THAT HE WAS ABLE TO FINISH HIS COURSE WITH JOY. DID YOU KNOW THAT PROMOTING SELF, FOCUSED ON SELF, TRYING TO SATISFY EVERY LUST AND DESIRE OF SELF IS A RECIPE FOR SADNESS AND DEPRESSION AND DISCOURAGEMENT. IT'S COUNTERINTUITIVE, BUT IT'S WHEN YOU LOSE YOUR LIFE THAT YOU REALLY FIND YOUR LIFE. IT'S LIKE THE APOSTLE PAUL SAID, HE DIDN'T COUNT HIS LIFE DEAR UNTO HIMSELF, AND THAT'S THE REASON HE WAS ABLE TO END HIS COURSE WITH JOY. LIKE I SAID, IT'S COUNTERINTUITIVE, BUT IT REALLY IS THE WAY TO JOY AND PEACE AND HAPPINESS IS TO QUIT PROMOTING YOURSELF. QUIT SEEKING EVERYTHING. Go, GO TO BLESSING OTHER PEOPLE. AND HE JUST KEEPS SAYING THESE THINGS OVER AND OVER, BUT LET ME DROP DOWN TO VERSE 35. AND HE SAYS, I HAVE SHOWED YOU ALL THINGS, HOW THAT SO LABORING YOU OUGHT TO SUPPORT THE WEAK AND TO REMEMBER THE WORDS OF THE LORD JESUS, HOW HE SAID, IT IS MORE BLESSED TO GIVE THAN TO RECEIVE. YOU KNOW, WE DON'T HAVE AN ACCOUNT OF THAT IN THE GOSPELS WHERE JESUS SAID THAT, BUT PAUL QUOTED HIM AS SAYING THAT, AND SO WE CAN BE SURE THAT HE SAID IT. AND JESUS SAID, IT IS MORE BLESSED TO GIVE THAN TO RECEIVE. MOST PEOPLE HAVE PROBABLY HEARD THAT STATEMENT, BUT MOST PEOPLE ACTUALLY BELIEVE IT'S MORE BLESSED TO RECEIVE THAN IT IS TO GIVE. BUT I CAN TRUTHFULLY TESTIFY THAT, MAN, I HAVE MORE JOY GIVING THAN I DO RECEIVING. YOU KNOW, I'VE GOT A, I've got a BRAND NEW PICKUP. IT'S A REALLY NICE FORD F-150 PLATINUM PICKUP, BUT IT WAS GIVEN TO ME. AND MAN, I PRAISE GOD FOR THAT. MATTER OF FACT, I PRAISED GOD FOR THAT TODAY AS I WAS DRIVING IN. I WAS JUST THANKING GOD FOR THE DAY. I WAS THANKING HIM FOR EVERYTHING I COULD THINK OF, AND I WAS THANKING HIM FOR MY PICKUP THAT I WAS DRIVING. I PRAISED GOD FOR IT. BUT DID YOU KNOW I HAVE GIVEN AWAY DOZENS OF CARS? AND I MEAN, I STARTED OFF JUST GIVING AWAY WHAT I HAD, WHICH WASN'T VERY GOOD, BUT I'VE GRADUATED. I'VE ACTUALLY BOUGHT NEW CARS. I'M BUYING A BRAND NEW CAR FOR A PERSON NOW AND MAKING THE MONTHLY PAYMENTS ON THE THING. I HAVE GIVEN AWAY DOZENS OF CARS. AND I CAN TELL YOU, I'VE RECEIVED... I'VE PROBABLY... I DON'T KNOW HOW MANY CARS I'VE RECEIVED, BUT MAYBE A DOZEN CARS THAT I'VE RECEIVED THAT HAVE BEEN GIVEN TO ME, BUT I HAVE GIVEN AWAY DOZENS OF CARS. AND I CAN TELL YOU THAT IT IS MORE BLESSED. I GET MORE OF A BLESSING OUT OF GIVING THAN I DO OUT OF RECEIVING. NOW, I'VE LEARNED HOW TO RECEIVE, AND I PRAISE GOD, AND I'M THANKFUL, BUT I'M SAYING THIS IS AN ABSOLUTE TRUE STATEMENT. IF YOU HAVEN'T EXPERIENCED THIS, YOU NEED TO GO BEYOND JUST GIVING IN ORDER TO GET. YOU CAN ACTUALLY WIND UP GIVING, KNOWING THAT THE SCRIPTURE SAYS, LIKE LUKE 6, 38, GIVE AND IT SHALL BE GIVEN UNTO YOU, GOOD MEASURE, PRESSED DOWN, SHAKEN TOGETHER, AND RUNNING OVER SHALL MEN GIVE INTO YOUR BOSOM. FOR WITH THE SAME MEASURE THAT YOU MEET WITH ALL, IT SHALL BE MEASURED TO YOU AGAIN. SO YOU CAN TAKE A SCRIPTURE LIKE THAT AND SAY, I'M GOING TO GIVE SO THAT I'LL GET. AND THERE'S... IT'S NOT WRONG TO RECOGNIZE THAT YOU WILL RECEIVE WHEN YOU GIVE, BECAUSE IF YOU DON'T UNDERSTAND THAT, AND IF YOU DON'T LEARN HOW TO HUMBLE YOURSELF AND RECEIVE, THEN YOU EVENTUALLY WILL NOT BE ABLE TO GIVE AS MUCH. SO I DO... WHEN I GIVE, I BELIEVE IT'S GOING TO COME BACK TO ME A HUNDRED TIMES IN THIS LIFE. IT'S WHAT MARK CHAPTER 10, I BELIEVE IT'S VERSE 30 SAYS. I'M EXPECTING THAT HUNDREDFOLD RETURN IN THIS LIFE BUT NOT BECAUSE I'M FOCUSED ON THE RETURNING. I'M FOCUSED ON GIVING, AND UNLESS I LEARN HOW TO RECEIVE AND LET GOD RETURN IT UNTO ME IN THIS LIFE, I CAN'T GIVE. SO I GIVE EXPECTING TO RECEIVE SO THAT I CAN GIVE. BUT THE EMPHASIS IS ON GIVING. SOME PEOPLE, THEY GIVE TO GET. 
I give to get so I can give more. It's the attitude of the heart. And when you get to where it's, just like Jesus said, it's more blessed to give than it is to receive. You know what that is? That's humility. Pride will all... You're like a vacuum cleaner. You're just sucking everything towards you. But you know, you've got some of these uh, vacuum cleaners that'll not only suck and, and pull things towards it, but you can reverse it and it can blow out, but you can't do both at the same time. You can't be sitting here focused on yourself and thinking about all the things that you need and at the same time be really focused on other people. But you get to where you're focused on putting God first, other people first, ahead of yourself. And that's exactly what Philippians chapter 2 says, Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus, who being in the form of God, thought it not robbery to be equal with God, but made himself of no reputation, took upon himself the form of a servant, and be found in fashion as a man. He humbled himself and became obedient. Jesus humbled himself. And it says, let this mind be in you. We need to humble ourselves and get to where we are more concerned about other people than we are about ourselves. That's humility. And one of the ways that this is expressed is through thanksgiving. Let me use another passage, a scripture that has really become a revelation to me, and I have an entire series on this entitled The Keys to Staying Full of God. But in Romans chapter 1, verse 21, it says, "...because that when they knew God, they glorified Him not as God, neither were thankful but became vain in their imaginations and their foolish heart was darkened. Now these are talking about people who are rebelling at God and turning away from God. And notice it says that they weren't thankful. Did you know being unthankful is ungodly and it's pride. It's where you are just focused on what you don't have instead of what you do have. And it's listed right here as being an ungodly trait. We need to learn how to be thankful, how to glorify God. And notice, it lists four things in this verse. It says they didn't glorify Him as God. If you listen to my programs last week, I used Luke chapter 17 where Jesus healed the ten lepers and one came back to thank Him and the Lord says, "Are there, were there not ten cleansed? But where are the nine? Is there only this one Samaritan who came back to glorify God? So Jesus used the word glorify and, and the thanks that this man was giving unto him interchangeably. So to be thanking God is to be glorifying him. This says that these people did not glorify him, neither were thankful. And so these things go together. If you aren't thanking God, you aren't glorifying God. You're glorifying your problems instead of glorifying the answer to your problems. I tell you, Thanksgiving is powerful. I've got an entire series. I've got a book that I wrote on uh, the effects of praise. And praise affects three different areas. It affects you because it turns your attention away from the negative and puts your attention on the positive. And that right there, if that's all there was to praise, that would be well worth it because, man, how do you stay positive in a negative world? Praise and thanksgiving is the way that you do it. It focuses your attention upon God. But then the second thing it does, it also is a weapon against the devil. If you take Psalms chapter 8, verse 2, and compare that with Matthew chapter 21, 
JESUS QUOTED PSALMS 8 TOO, BUT HE CHANGED A COUPLE OF THE WORDS, AND INSTEAD OF SAYING, OUT OF THE MOUTH OF BABES AND SUCKLINGS THOU HAST ORDAINED STRENGTH, IN uh, MATTHEW CHAPTER 21, HE SAYS, OUT OF THE MOUTH OF BABES AND SUCKLINGS THOU HAST PERFECTED PRAISE. SO WE SEE BY COMPARING THOSE, THEY DON'T CONTRADICT, THEY JUST AMPLIFY AND PROVIDE A COMMENTARY ON IT THAT WE SEE THAT PRAISE IS STRENGTH TO STILL THE ENEMY AND THE AVENGER. SO PRAISE REDIRECTS YOUR FOCUS AWAY FROM THE NEGATIVE ONTO THE POSITIVE, WHICH IS SUPER BENEFICIAL. PRAISE IS A WEAPON AGAINST THE DEVIL. IT DRIVES THE DEVIL BONKERS. HE CAN'T STAND IT. THERE'S EXAMPLES IN THE OLD TESTAMENT OF ELISHA CALLING FOR A MINSTREL AND PLAYING, AND THE SPIRIT OF GOD COMES UPON HIM. THERE'S EXAMPLES OF DAVID PLAYING, AND THE EVIL SPIRIT LEFT SAUL. PRAISE JUST DRIVES THE DEVIL AWAY. WHEN YOU ARE PRAISING GOD, I GUARANTEE YOU, IT MAKES THE DEVILS RUN IN TERROR. AND THEN THE THIRD THING IT DOES, PRAISE MINISTERS UNTO GOD. THANKSGIVING AND PRAISE GLORIFIES GOD, AND IT BLESSES GOD. BOY, MOST PEOPLE DON'T UNDERSTAND THIS. THEY THINK, I HADN'T GOT ANYTHING TO GIVE GOD. NO, GOD IS LOVE, 1 JOHN CHAPTER 4, VERSE 8. AND ANY PERSON WHO LOVES HAS A DESIRE FOR THAT LOVE TO BE RETURNED. IF THE LOVE ISN'T REQUITED, THEN THAT'S WHAT CAUSES TRAGEDY. THAT'S WHAT, YOU KNOW, ALL OF THESE SAD MOVIES ARE ABOUT IS SOMEBODY WHO LOVES A PERSON AND IT'S NOT RETURNED. GOD'S NOT GOING TO FALL OFF HIS THRONE BECAUSE WE DON'T THANK HIM, BECAUSE he's, HE'S JUST COMPLETE IN HIMSELF. BUT HE REALLY DESIRES OUR PRAISE AND WORSHIP. IT MINISTERS UNTO HIM. IT SAYS IN uh, PSALMS CHAPTER 22 THAT HE INHABITS THE PRAISES OF HIS PEOPLE. GOD INHABITS OUR PRAISES. HE LIVES FOR, HE LONGS FOR US TO LOVE HIM AND TO THANK HIM. SO WHEN YOU ARE BEING THANKFUL, YOU ARE HELPING YOURSELF, YOU'RE CHANGING YOUR ATTENTION FROM THE NEGATIVE TO THE POSITIVE, YOU ARE STANDING AGAINST THE DEVIL, AND YOU ARE MAKING HIM FLEE BECAUSE PRAISE IS STRENGTH TO STILL THE ENEMY AND THE AVENGER, AND YOU ARE MINISTERING TO GOD. SO YOU'RE MINISTERING TO YOURSELF, YOU'RE MINISTERING AGAINST THE DEVIL, AND YOU ARE MINISTERING TO GOD. PRAISE AND THANKSGIVING IS ONE OF THE MOST IMPORTANT THINGS YOU CAN DO. IT'S LIKE IF A PERSON, YOU KNOW, LOOKS LIKE THEY'RE DEAD OR SOMEONE, THE FIRST THINGS THEY'LL DO IS TRY AND FIND A PULSE. THEY'LL CHECK FOR YOUR PULSE IN YOUR WRIST OR IN YOUR NECK. DID YOU KNOW THAT PRAISE IS LIKE CHECKING YOUR PULSE? IF YOU DON'T HAVE PRAISE, YOU ARE SICK. YOU ARE ANEMIC. SOMETHING'S WRONG. IF PRAISE AND THANKSGIVING ISN'T A VITAL PART OF YOUR LIFE, THEN YOU AREN'T HUMBLE. AND GOD RESISTS THE PROUD, BUT HE GIVES GRACE UNTO THE HUMBLE. IF YOU WANT TO RECEIVE MORE GRACE AND THEREFORE MORE FAVOR, YOU NEED TO OPERATE IN HUMILITY, WHICH IS INVOLVED IN THANKSGIVING, GIVING GOD CREDIT FOR ALL THE GOOD THINGS. I'M OUT OF TIME TODAY, BUT I'VE GOT THIS BOOK, BRAND NEW BOOK, ENTITLED MORE GRACE, MORE FAVOR. I'VE ALSO GOT THIS ON CD'S AND DVD'S. AND IF YOU REQUEST ANY ONE OF THOSE THINGS, THEN YOU CAN ASK FOR THIS LITTLE BOOKLET ON SELF-CENTEREDNESS, THE SOURCE OF ALL GRIEF, AND WE'LL GIVE THAT TO YOU AS A BONUS OFFER. LISTEN TO OUR ANNOUNCER AS HE GIVES YOU ALL OF THE DETAILS, AND PLEASE CALL OR WRITE TODAY. ANDREW'S TEACHING, MORE GRACE, MORE FAVOR, IS AVAILABLE AS A BRAND NEW BOOK OR AS A CD OR DVD ALBUM MADE FROM OUR DAILY TELEVISION BROADCAST. EACH OF THESE VALUABLE RESOURCES ARE AVAILABLE FOR A GIFT OF ANY AMOUNT WHEN YOU CONTACT US. 
This entire series is also available for audio download absolutely free from our website. Or you can get the More Grace, More Favor package, which includes the book and your choice of either the CD or DVD album. This package has a catalog value of $50, but you can receive all of these valuable resources today for just $35. Also today, Andrew has a bonus offer. You can request the Self-Centeredness, the Source of All Grief booklet for free when you order either the book, CD, or DVD album from Andrew's new teaching, More Grace, More Favor. The free booklet is limited to one free per household and is only available in the US, UK, Canada, and Australia. Go to awmi.net to see all the ways you can get these teachings. Or you can call our helpline 24 hours a day, five days a week, Monday through Friday at 719-635-1111. To write us, use the address on your screen. We appreciate your generosity and hope to hear from you today. I'd like to invite you to join me on September the 28th through October the 2nd in Woodbridge, Virginia, and I'm going to be there with Randy Clark for the Voice of the Apostles event. This will be my first time to be a part of it. We had Randy at our facility here in Woodland Park, and I tell you, God touched a lot of people's lives through him. I'm excited to be a part of their event. I encourage you to come and join us and get ready to be blessed. Karis Bachelor Programs are equipping an army to go into the seven mountains of influence in every society. Everybody has a calling. Everybody is separated unto something. It's an awesome thing to be able to unwrap what God is waiting for us and be able to be truly equipped to be able to go into the world and not only minister, but to be effective. For more information on our bachelor programs, visit KarisBibleCollege.org. If you haven't yet partnered with us, I'd like to encourage you to pray about it. And then if the Lord says so, join with us because we are taking the gospel not only through television, but we've got over 70 uh, different locations around the world, offices, I think in 16 different nations. Uh, we have uh, probably 8,000 students going through Karis Bible College at any time with over 8,000 graduates. We're pumping out millions and millions of free material through our website, over 200,000 free hours of material on our website. And we're just reaching all around the world. We couldn't do it without partners. And so I would like to ask you to pray about it. If you want to make a difference, I believe that this is a good ministry. You'll get a great return, not only in heaven, but in this life, you'll receive a hundredfold. So join with us and become a partner with Andrew Womack Ministries today. If you enjoyed today's program, you can watch this entire series and over 17 years of Andrew's TV and radio broadcast free for you to download and share with others by going to awmi.net. awmi.net is where to find encouragement when you're discouraged. awmi.net is where to find biblical truth when you need strength. You can always count on awmi.net for sharing God's unconditional love and grace.
I'D LIKE TO ENCOURAGE ALL OF YOU WHO CLAIM TO REALLY HAVE A RELATIONSHIP WITH THE LORD TO GET OUT AND VOTE IN THESE UPCOMING ELECTIONS. I'M AMAZED THAT THERE WERE OVER 25 MILLION CHRISTIANS REGISTERED TO VOTE WHO DID NOT VOTE IN THE LAST ELECTION CYCLE. I TELL YOU, THAT'S SIN. THAT'S WRONG. WE HAVE NOT ONLY THE PRIVILEGE, BUT A RESPONSIBILITY TO VOTE. SO I'D JUST LIKE TO ENCOURAGE YOU TO TAKE YOUR CHRISTIAN RESPONSIBILITY TO VOTE SERIOUSLY. GET OUT AND VOTE FOR RIGHTEOUSNESS THIS ELECTION.